What? Oh, oh. Shout. One second, please. Hi, and thanks for listening to episode 21 of Designated Driver, the podcast about the work and mystique of Adam Driver. I'm Liz. I'm Malia. And our movie today is Gaby. Yes. There is some Adam Driver news today. Uh, oh my God, I, I had no idea. There's going to be a movie about Enzo Ferrari. Oh, that's right. Adam Driver's going to be Enzo. I'm not excited about that at all. I mean, there's already been a Ferrari movie, Ford versus Ferrari. Did you see that? Oh, that's right. I know it exists. I have not seen it. It's pretty good. It sounds like a sweet gig in Italy. There's some Italy. other women who were cast in it that I was excited about, but I can't remember now. Oh, yeah. Isn't his wife going to be Penelope Cruz? Yes. It's quite an age gap there, isn't there? I don't How know. How old is she? I, I, I guess I thought of her as being like older than me. I think she was kind of an ingenue when she came on the scene. She's Oh, no. She's 47. Oh, okay. She looks great, though. 10 years. Yeah. It's the That's age gap cool. between my husband and me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ten years? Mm-hmm. Peter and I are only two years difference. I've always dated people who are like exactly my age, pretty much, more or less, within a two-year range. I don't know. I have not. You haven't? I've dated people who are younger than me and older than me and my age. And the same. What's the best? <laughs> I like being I like being married to someone older than me because then I'm always younger. I think it's good that Joel's older than me. Also, I think men take a long time to mature. I do like being even two years younger than Peter, even though it's basically the same. Maybe that's some internalized ageism. So that movie's going to come out. Yeah. It's probably called like Ferrari. Yeah. Or something really I just, uninspired. I know. I just don't want him to do the little Italian accent again. I'm not into that. No. And the cars, I find it really annoying when... A guy will get really famous and then get really into cars, like Jerry Seinfeld or something. And they're just Mm -hmm. like super into cars or like Jay Leno. They have special garages. Maybe his was motorcycles and cars. I don't know. Yeah. But I just find it irritating, like high-end cars. I don't know. Luxury items. Doesn't sound great. Not really for us, probably. No. Maybe. Who is it for then? I don't know. Do men like like Adam Driver? Yeah, I don't know. Good question. You know how like men really know. like John Hamm, and they, they do? like Ewan McGregor. Okay, they're like men's men that men enjoy. Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, like Vin Diesel. <laughs> just a man's man, just like a cookie cutter man. Like everyone likes Keanu Reeves, except for the people that hate him and think he's a bad actor. Well, he is a bad actor, but I still like him. No, I love him. Peter loves him too. Yeah, everyone does. But then there are people that women like and men don't. Okay. And then there mm-hmm. are people that men like that women don't. I don't know. Like John Hamm, like my husband. Well, I don't know. It turns out John Hamm's not such a great guy, but he's not. No. All right, dish. I what just is learned it? this. It's really old news, but okay. I just learned it. He was in a frat when, do you not, you don't know this? No. Okay. He was in a frat when he was in college and he was really active in the hazing process. Oh no. And one thing he did, it's really gross. Like they interviewed this guy and one of the, I do not understand this at all, but this guy, he like hooked something under this man's testicles and dragged this man around the room by the testicles. And the man was like permanently disfigured and sued the college and named him as the ringleader isn't that awful oh my god yeah that's so yeah and occasionally Mm. when press people try to bring it up he still gets really 
bristly with them. Well, yeah. He tortured a person. Yeah, because he tortured a person. And permanently. That's grim. That's gruesome. But before we knew that, like, my husband thought he was great. Like, really? Yeah, like, when he was on Saturday Night Live and he had the commercial about John Ham's ham. I didn't <laughs> see that, no. So John Ham is he, men and women like him. Yeah. And you'd say Keanu also. Well, everyone likes him. Okay, everyone of all genders. Yeah. But then I don't know if Adam Driver is someone that men like. I think they way. do. They just like him in a way different way. Yeah, my stepdad loved like him, him in The Last Duel. Yeah. For example. I think he has You're not my stepdad, my father in law. Yeah, he has characteristics that appeal to men and to women. And they're not the same. No. And these movies could kind of like be cut in half. If you count girls, that's a lot of material. I think his work in movies is pretty male oriented. I know. It's bummer. And it just seems to be going more in that direction. And it does bum me out. And it worries me because of like Tom Cruise. Yeah. There was a podcast about Tom Cruise. It was a... Jumping on the couch. Yes. 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 I liked that. that. I liked that too. I remembered that. And like I felt like I had seen it. But I mean, had I really seen that episode of Oprah? I probably just... I'm sure I hadn't. But I did too. But everybody knew about it and how Tom Cruise used to take a lot of roles that were kind of experimental. And then he jumped on Oprah's couch and everyone made fun of him and people said he was gay and then he just went pure action movie since Mm -hmm. then. I mean, he's a weird person because he's in a cult and stuff. Yeah. But his work, I'm so not interested in anything he does now. I wish he would have stayed cooler. I was like 13 or something when Top Gun came out. I definitely saw all those early Tom Cruise movies. Not that they were experimental, but they weren't just action movies. Yes. I mean, Top Gun was kind of an action movie. Jerry um, Maguire is a really good... I love that movie. I really want to see the movie Cocktail again. That just seems so funny. Like, him as, like, a really fancy bartender. And there's a word for that now. Mixologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really fancy mixologist. He just seemed like he had more of a sense of humor. But yeah. I just don't want to see Anna Driver follow the same road same. as get tunneled into these action movies. I mean, you can see why they probably make a lot more money. But this is why I'm zeroing in on this early 2012 work, quirky indie movies. Yes. And that's the Adam Driver that we probably both fell in love with. Yes. You know. So his wife was in Gaby. Did you notice that? Mm -mm. She was the annoying co-worker. The blonde. Oh, the receptionist? Yeah, and she'd kind oh, of pop out. yeah. The so, one who left to get her PhD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get too much into that, is there any other Adam Driver news? No, I just, I agree with, I mean, I think this is where we're headed in our commentary in our podcast. The last few movies we've watched, we I think we both come to the conclusion that we just really like early quirky Adam Driver better than serious actory action Adam Driver. There was an article I read, and it described him as a distinguished actor. I wanted them to describe him as like an indie actor. I know. Those days are gone. I know. So do you want to do a little recap of Gaby? Yeah, sure. I don't remember the name of any of the characters, but I don't really think it matters. It's really the story of just two people. So there's a man who's this cute gay man, 
and he works at a comic book store and he loves comics. He looks exactly like the guy who plays Dexter. I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah. T C Michael Hall or Michael C. Hall. I know there's three elements to his name. He's so cute. I thought he was really just darling. He has dimples. Yeah. Really cute. I wonder if that affected his career at all, just because if you look if you're like a doppelganger of an actor that gets super popular and looks just like Dexter. It just seems like anyone, if he wanted to be an actor who was like in a cast, someone they'd be like, well, he, but he looks like Dexter. It just seems like it could affect you negatively. I don't think that casting agents think that way. I think they think like, oh, that person looks like that person, so we should probably hire them. Like to me, Amy Adams and Jessica Chastain look like the same person or like all of those blonde actresses look like the same person. I know this isn't the same thing, but I confuse Bernadette Peters with that lady who was in Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Madeline Kahn. Oh, Madeline Kahn. Yeah, yeah to because me, Madeline, of their voices. They're both kind of musical, funny ladies. So I don't think that's an issue. I think if you look like someone else, it's probably an asset. So you think if you wanted to be an actor, then it's totally fine. Because they'd call yeah, him okay. like a Dexter type. You know, like we can't get Anthony Michael Hall, so we'll get this other guy with the cute dimples. But I have never seen him in any other movie. I didn't look up the careers of, of the I, main actors. I did. I was IMDb-ing oh, okay. them. None of them. The woman has had some roles. She played a hooker in 30 Rock, I guess. But by far, Adam Driver has been the most successful. So this is funny, too. The actors just play their own names. So the woman is Jen Harris, and she plays Jen. Mm -hmm. And the man is Matthew Wilkes, and he plays Matt. Adam Driver got a different name, though. His he was name Neil. was Neil. Yeah, he's been Adam a lot. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. And then the only other actress I saw that was really famous is Sarita Chowdhury. Do you remember her? She oh, was, yeah. She was in Homeland, right? Maybe. That's what she's I been, her from. She was in a movie called Mississippi Masala. It was an early Mira Nair movie. I had to watch it when I was in an anthropology class. Oh, an early what movie? You know Mira Nair? She made Bombay Wedding. Mm. She's, oh, that's a person's name. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a sauce. So there's not a ton of famous people in it. Anyway. And the guy who made it. He's in it. I don't recognize Jonathan him. Jonathan Did you look him up at all? I did. He's funny. I know. I thought he was funny too. So it was, I think it was written and directed by this guy. Yeah. And he also made a movie, I guess, called Big Gay Love, which I've never heard of. A movie called Modern Persuasion that I've never heard of. I so, really liked Jen. I liked her too. She yeah. reminded me of a friend of mine. She reminded me of a lot of people I know. Yeah. I, yeah. She was really a familiar character. So Jen and Matt are friends from college and. They both kind of realize that they want to have a kid. They decide to get pregnant. She's not into doctors, except she has this herbalist played by Sarita Chowdhury, who gives her all of these Herbs peas and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah. And so they just have sex. And it's like not sexy at all. So as they're doing that, they're also both dipping their toes in the dating pool. And he is sort of recovering from a relationship that went bad and Oh, yeah. And then I also recognized her date. So then mm -hmm. they, they're both mm -hmm. trying dating and she ends up living with him for a while because she's getting her apartment painted and she doesn't want to inhale the fumes while she's trying to get pregnant. So they are going on dates together, kind of like on the same night. Dulé Hill played her date. What did you recognize him from? He's been in a lot of things. He was in Psych. Oh, he was also in The Wonder Years. He's just like on a lot of stuff. And then there's not really much that happens. She's a yoga instructor. 
He works at a comic book store. They're both trying to get pregnant. They're dating other people. There's like a climax where she gets pregnant, but she realizes that she could actually be pregnant with another man's baby, which she didn't realize that the condom had broken, but then he told her. And so then they both get mad at each other and they are separated for a little while, but then they're friends again and they have they raised this baby together. So the gaby. And the baby looks like looks just like him. Yeah. So it's really was, cute. That reminded me of the last duel a little bit. Because the other guy had dark hair yeah. and dark eyes and Matt's kind of fair. So same thing with Adam Driver and Matt Damon. That was kind of similar. Yeah, I mean I guess it's true what they say, you know, genetically mm. babies look like their fathers. At babies. least at the beginning. But they found a baby. The baby's nose looked just like his nose, I thought. Well, they matched the nose. Didn't you think? Maybe it was his real baby. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was his gaby. Yeah. Maybe and the he gaby makes... was his real baby. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there is this little sort of sidebar where he himself is an aspiring comic artist. So he creates this comic about the gaby. Adam Driver's character is Neil, who works at the comic book store and is in it maybe for five minutes. In the end, he hooks up with Jen, and they seem like they're all going to be like a big chosen family because Matt's new boyfriend is a parent already. Yes. Of like a nine-year-old or something. Yes. And when they have the baby, it seems like he's the only one who is kind of a responsible adult and really knows what he's doing. And I think he's really helping out with the baby. Somehow, even though Matt worked at a comic book store, he had a two-floor apartment in Brooklyn. Right. One floor had the comic books. But it seemed like Jen lived there now. And I kept wondering if somehow he owned the comic book store and that was how he was able to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was confusing to me, too. And she was also a yoga instructor and lived in her own one-bedroom apartment, which seemed ludicrous to me. Her apartment was nice, even though the painter guy, that's the guy who she hooked up with, said that he would kill himself if he lived there. (laughs) Because he was really, like, dark and direct. Yes. Was his vibe. Um, I liked his vibe. And he was an artist Mm -hmm. who painted houses. Maybe that's why I'm wearing my house painting outfit. I was thinking of that. Yeah, I'm in my... Overalls, and I was wondering, I should probably get Dickies for not painting to just wear overalls. Yeah, yeah, some nice overalls. My mom wears overalls all the time, they're like her signature garment. Oh, hi, mom. Let's say if I was working in an office, can I wear overalls there? No, if they allow jeans, no, you can't. No, oh, but who knows? I mean, there's no rules anymore. So I saw it went to this musical at a college last night and it was cute to see all the college students in their what I consider to be 80s fashion. Very high-waisted jeans. One girl's jeans reminded me of my favorite jeans that I had in fourth grade. They were really high and then there would be like pleats in the front. Oh. And you wear like a skinny belt on them. Yeah. It was super 80s. That's not flattering though. If you're an adult woman. No. I mean, if you're really skinny, like 20-year college student, it looks great. That wouldn't look good on me now. But I like seeing it. And also there is a girl like with overalls, too. I think of that as kind of 80s fashion. But Mm -hmm. you don't think it'd fly. And 90s fashion. Yeah, you don't think it'd fly in the office. I don't know. I have no idea. I wore jeans to an event last week for the first time, like an event that I was in charge of. Okay. And I asked our membership person before I wore them. Is it okay if I wore jeans? And she was like, yes. Well, jeans are like dressy clothes now, I think. 
I guess I've worked in public scenarios as a low rung human for too long because I've had people admonish me for wearing jeans. I felt self-conscious the whole time I was wearing them. Who's this person who admonished you? You don't have to name names, oh, but like, was it a boss or like? Yeah. You know, I've been a tour guide in a lot of different places and worked with the public in a lot of different places. And maybe it's just because I've worked in the history biz for so long. Like it's a more conservative was workplace. Was it in Minnesota that this happened? Yes. Okay, okay. But also it happened when I worked at Colonial Williamsburg. When I wasn't. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Well, when I was. East Coast. Yeah. And the South. People oh, don't think uh, Virginia yeah, is the no, South, yeah, but it's Virginia, the South. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Virginia. They, You're too judgy. Yeah, too way too judgy. So <laughs> when I was, if I wasn't in my colonial costume, I was giving tours and I constantly was getting flack for the clothes I wore. Like if my sandals weren't structured enough or like I had a pair of khakis, but they had like work straps on the side, you know, like Carhartt's, like mm -hmm. those little stuff. Yeah, I got admonished for that. Who does One time for not wearing like tights an... with a skirt. Uh -huh. Like because you had bare legs. Yeah. Our neighbors used to live in Virginia. We were talking about breastfeeding. If oh, you can, I'm sure. If you can do it in public. I did all the time because I had twins, and that's how I made them stop crying. Me too. <laughs> and no one said anything to me, and I didn't notice anyone, like, looking at me weird. But she said someone kind of yelled at her in a Joanne Fabrics for nursing in public. The lady was like, you're so brave in the end. But she said it in a mean way because she was like horrified that someone was nursing in public, which I think anyone should be able to breastfeed wherever they want and they shouldn't even have to go in a special room. I think that's fine if you have a special room. Sometimes it helps with the baby if the baby's easily distracted to yeah. have like, but yes, I agree. If you want the privacy, I think that's great to have a special room, but I also don't want it to be not allowed in public. Maybe this is also why I'm like mystified by the whole Janet Jackson's nipple thing. Everyone around me saw my nipples for like two years so Same. I just didn't care about it I can't imagine whipping my boob out now but at that I know. time I didn't care yeah no you're in the it zone made no and you just difference to me that's what you gotta do you this gotta is feed the babies what's happening you gotta feed the gabies and babies so yeah Neil he does his Super cute. silly things there was an awkward moment between Matt and his ex and he kind of like dipped down below the counter I thought in that a was funny. funny way. Yeah. He's not in it very much. He reinforces Matt's feelings, mm -hmm. you know, like He's Matt stands up to his ex and he says, good for you. Mm -hmm. And then when Jen and Matt become friends again, it's kind of awkward. So he volunteers to go get coffee, but then also is like, hello, my name is Neil. That's pretty much all we see of him. I don't know if it was as impactful as his small role in inside Lou and Davis. No. But it's very sweet and and cute. I thought Gaby was a delightful movie. I did too. I really, I really liked, liked it. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. I'm so glad I saw it. I would watch it again. Me too. It's just funny. Early teens, millennials figuring stuff out and they're really witty and funny. I yeah. just felt like those people would be my friends. I did too. Could just fit right in with them. I really like the part, so when she's taking all these herbs, she just feels kind of different. <laughs> and she is teaching this class, and then she's like, and now, and it's a yoga class, but she's like, and now we're a dance party. I loved that part. Oh, my God. And when her and her friend, her other gay friend, was like, oh, dance it out. And they do this dance party, and then there are these stripper poles, and yeah. they 
did this slide thing on them that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, those guys are impressive. Yeah, they're in much better shape than I am. When you read the description of Gaby, it's like a hot yoga teacher, but they don't mean that she's hot. It's hot yoga. She is hot, but she's not like traditionally. She has an hot. old face. Her face looks yeah. older than her body. She had really baggy, saggy eyes. Yeah, so she looks really good with glasses yeah, on. Yeah, I agree. That always like threw me off. I don't really know if I want to watch a movie about a hot yoga teacher. Like that's her thing <laughs> that she's hot and she's yoga. Like that sounds like an annoying person to mm-hmm. me. But it was hot yoga, which is definitely a funny thing. Can I tell you my story about? that please do when i was in my 20s i had two good friends who i we were like three single gal pals my friends emily and arianne and they both arianne actually became you guys uh, are like all vowel names yeah Yeah, a lot of vowels yeah so arianne actually became a hot yoga instructor and they both did it and they used to talk about it all the time and i was like i have zero interest in this i don't want to do it it sounds gross and then my dad came to visit and he met Emily and Arianne and after they left we were talking and I was like yeah they just love hot yoga like all they want to do is they talk about hot yoga all the time and my dad was like hot yogurt (laughs) (laughs) and every time I hear people say hot yoga I think because he looked at me he was so perplexed hot yogurt and like why would you talk about it what would it taste like would it be liquidy I know exactly and so every time I hear people say hot yoga I think hot yogurt (laughs) it makes me laugh yeah that's great and so you never tried it no I tried it in my yoga days I don't know if I did it once or twice, but I just flush really easily, like hot rooms. I like saunas. I want to like saunas, but I sort of can't. The older I feel like I, I get, can't the breathe more, a little bit yeah. in hot. It, well, yeah, the older I get, I don't like heat. I didn't love it. I feel the same. You know what, though? It might be because we don't have Scandinavian roots. Yeah, that's who probably. Yeah, the Finns. They love something. saunas. Yeah. And it's actually pronounced sauna. <laughs> sauna please don't say that again um, <laughs> but okay jen invents warm yoga but they call it like warm warm yoga or yeah something funny and i thought that was a really good invention that's much more appealing i agree especially like new york yoga the classes look so crowded that mm-hmm. looks really gross to me mm-hmm. so imagine that but like super hot just people like sweating all around uh, that you. seems really gross yeah i agree Seems doubly gross now in COVID times. A packed room that's hot and stuffy. Mm-hmm. That sounds gross. Mm-hmm. They were going to have hot yoga for pregnant women, which I think is pretty funny because that sounds not safe to me. I think it's probably fine, you but think? I wouldn't do it. I don't know if it like makes you more flexible. Oh, Maybe. you know, actually, you that's so. That's a problem when you're pregnant because you're already yes. really flexible. That's right. You shouldn't really I got a repetitive stress injury. It's called mother's wrist mm-hmm. because your ligaments are so loose. And I had to wear like a brace on my wrist for like a month. I did yoga for maybe it was like three months when I was pregnant with twins. I think that helped me with the twins pregnancy. Just like I had some strength in my body. Yeah. Like I exercised. I rode my bike a lot. I definitely got exercise, but I didn't do anything stretchy. I got pregnant in February, I think. And I tried riding my bike to an open streets in maybe June or something. And I thought I was going to die. And I never biked after that. And I basically did not stand hardly after that. (laughs) 
So the yoga helped me, but I did have to quit because I just like couldn't do anything. That was a special case. With yeah. The two babies. And I was just extremely old for having a baby, <laughs> having two babies. Then there was a funny part where getting pregnant the old fashioned way was not working. So then they decide to still not use a doctor, but use a, a syringe. syringe, a needleless syringe. And their other gay friend helps them. Nelson. Yeah. And he's the writer and director. They could have done a little better acting. Like they didn't put it far enough down. Like, Oh, I didn't know that. Show it. I mean, they didn't really. They didn't show it. There's like a blanket, but it wasn't in the right spot when they would like pull the, <laughs> push the plunger thing down. So anyway, mm. I guess that did work. The guy said that he had two gabies with lesbian couples, and they did it that way. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's a real thing. If it's that easy to get yourself pregnant? Yeah, just on your own. I mean, I, I like that. I really like the DIY, you know, yeah, aspect of it. Yeah, totally <laughs> DIY. Babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, all <sighs> yeah. babies really are DIY, aren't they? Well, I guess, except for like, you know, if you like do, in vitro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do a lot of medical yeah. stuff there. So, yeah, any other thoughts? I watched it a while ago. Okay. Like a last weekend. So. I watched it last night. Okay. So it's fresh in your mind. I just loved it. I was happy watching it. I had a mm-hmm. great time. Liked all the characters. It was fun. It was cute. Check this movie out. It's totally fun. It's there's not a lot of Adam Driver in it. That's my no. only Yeah, yeah. There could concern. have been more Adam Driver. There's not a lot of Joanne. But her role was pretty impactful, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Wait, do I don't think we said it on tape what her role is. She works at the yoga studio as the receptionist, but she has a master's degree and she's real crabby. Annoying. <laughs> she has some funny moments. You never realize she's there and then she like pops in and she's been listening to the whole conversation. Yeah, and shares so, her opinion. Yeah. But then she has to leave to go pursue her PhD. Yeah. Just seemed like a in, more innocent time. Yes. Before, was... yeah, the world became like a dystopia. Yeah. And this movie about conceiving a baby. There was a Jennifer Aniston one or Jason Bateman. Similar thing. There's so many. Yeah, you want to have a baby, but you're not married and there's some friend or yeah, you made a pact when you were in college. Yeah, it's that, but for gabies. And really sweet and really fun. It's so lighthearted. I think it's the escapist. It's the right mm. movie for now. It's the right movie for now. It should really have a moment. It should be like going crazy on TikTok. Totally. But I'm not going to have anything to do with that. So I will give it five combs. I'm going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. going to give it five combs for the movie. For Adam Driver, I have to give it two combs because there's only five minutes of Adam Driver. But the five minutes that he's in it, our darling. It's not a comment on his performance. No, it's really a comment on the film's lack of Adam Driver content. And Alex Karpovsky. Oh, is yeah. And it again, too, as yeah. like a date. Does Jen try internet dating? Yes. For a while? Yes. And that's her date. Sometimes, like, it was hard for me to understand what they said. I think he said, I'm looking for an adult relationship. Because she was just leveling with him. Because she was on this herb. Right. And she's like, I just want to get pregnant as soon as possible. Like in this month. Yeah. And she (laughs) doesn't say she wants to get pregnant with her friend. She just says she wants to get pregnant. And then he just leaves. Yeah. And he pays for only his own drink. So he's in there. Just this whole group of actors that were like around Adam Driver. Mm -hmm. At the time. His entourage. Yeah, I mean, I definitely give it five combs. So glad I saw it. Yeah. Recommend it and would see it again. I think it came out in 2012 or 2013. I think that's right. 
And I think it was made for $14,000, which in today's money is about $200 billion. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it made about $14,000. Yeah. So it broke even. Yeah. I think, too, so many times when you dig up an old movie that no one's heard of, it's not always that good. I thought it was but not going to be. But this one, me too. But it was. So that's a surprising little gem. I know. I wonder, did people see this? Maybe only millennials saw it. No Gen Xers saw it. That must be what when we had our, the like, downfall small was. small children. I've never heard this mentioned ever. I mean, there's not a lot on the internet about it. Maybe Adam Driver's fame as a distinguished actor can elevate this fun little movie for all the people like us who are just going through all the movies that Adam Driver is in. What should we watch next? I have something to Okay, you add. choose. Well, what about Bluebird? Okay. Which I think is a similar sure, indie movie from that early time. After that, I don't I don't even know. We're going to have to watch that Don Quixote movie. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah, let's watch Bluebird first, and then we can circle back to serious actor. And then there's those Adam president Trevor. movies. Yeah, we don't have to watch Herbert. We don't have to watch the one about Hoover. We'll just skip it? Yeah. Don't we don't. I'm... He's in it literally for 30 seconds. He has, like, one line. Okay. You're sure he's not in it? Okay. Yeah, I watched okay, we'll the whole watch... stupid thing. You watched the yeah. whole thing. Okay, well, then it's covered if you've seen yeah. the whole thing. Don't How... watch okay, it. Okay, I'll just watch that on YouTube. What about Lincoln, though? Are we going to do that? I think sure. we should. Okay, we'll do Lincoln. I also just think at some point we're going to get to the point where there are those little snippets that we just put together into one podcast. Like That's going to be one. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're getting down there. We're heading to Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. Which I had some thoughts about Marriage Story today. I think I should probably save them to win. I do too. I don't know if I'll remember what they were or when we actually talk about Marriage Story. Okay, I think that's all we got. It's a mini-sode today. But it's a very happy mini-sode because I absolutely endorse Gaby. You should watch it. Okay, great. Next time. Bluebird. We'll blur, Bluebird. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure to uh, watch it yeah. in the next couple of weeks so we can all be on the same page. Onward and upward. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.